Hi guys, welcome or welcome back to my podcast channel. My name is Olivia Tutu, the podcast butterfly. Welcome to episode 16, season 3 of Unscripted with Leave. If you have been a consistent listener, thank you so much. And if this is your first time tuning into Unscripted with Leave, welcome and I hope you're here to stay. I love you, but God loves you more. I enjoyed this week's podcast episode recording. It is one of my absolute favorites because there was so much wisdom, so much greatness flowing throughout the whole conversation guys and of course as per tradition don't forget to share this podcast with two of your favorite people and also don't forget to subscribe like favorite this podcast depending on which platform you're using and of course don't forget to give me reviews guys reviews are everything let me know where you're listening from give me your thoughts and let's get conversating yeah for now let's dive right into today's podcast Disclaimer, today's podcast is a little bit on the edge because I get to find out everything about the guest right here on set. My name is Olivia Tutu, for those of you who don't know me, and welcome to Unscripted with Leave. My guest for today is Cassandra Mwape, who is the host of the Bankers and Robbers game show on Kazadi Zizwa Plus, Kazadi Fumes, yes. I am excited and yeah, there's so much greatness in him and I just felt like why not bring him on and scripted with leave so that everybody else can get to know him. Cassandra, welcome. Thank you for having me, Liv. <laughs> you it's know, been exciting getting here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, when I went back to school after meeting you, I was like, oh my God, this man is giving Steve Harvey vibes. Like, yeah. I think I told you to say you have the face and the voice for TV. I wonder right. why you haven't been on TV. Um, fun fact, out, out the wazoo, I'll tell you. Um, one of the biggest reasons is I actually have stage fright, which <laughs> no one ever believes. I've, I've, been, I've had stage fright since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And in high school, I was on the debate team. And I've got several best speaker awards. So it's like, how the hell are you? How do you, how, I'm, I'm how do you have stage fright? I'm shocked. Cause I don't know. I watched the premiere of that game show and it just felt like, you sleep doing that you wake up doing that and it's like embedded in you so it's the hardest thing to explain to people but i I kid you not every time i have to do a big performance i literally have a mini panic attack on the inside and i i couldn't explain to people how i go from mini panic attack on the inside to superstar to whatever it is that people see so i'm just always glad that people don't hate Uh it That's a good one. Now, how do you still go about it despite having the panic attacks and having stage fright? So in the beginning, it was bad. Like in the beginning, I'd like literally break into like a sweat. And Mm -hmm. like if you were paying attention, you could tell I am having a nervous breakdown on Mm -hmm. the inside. But for some weird reason, I I managed to develop a system where my my body would just keep going so my mm-hmm. mouth would still keep talking <laughs> my brain is is, uh-huh. is running so yeah. with time i then got used to the idea that i know i will manage so i mm. literally just these days just jump into the deep yeah. end i think it's the same thing with my podcast and a lot of other things i do yeah. like i know i'm gonna get nervous i know i don't want to do this but i just feel the need to do it still and then now, you jump in yeah we just do it anyway um, I went to research about you on quite stalking. I went to research. About, <laughs> I went to research about you right. on the net, and the internet didn't give as much. I just knew your first name and your last name, and that was it. Right. So before we get into all the nitty gritties on this podcast, just give us a brief introduction of who you are, what your passions are, and 
yeah the spot wow um no pressure summarize yourself in five minutes let's see <laughs> um i'm not online deliberately because i i i had um i had a brief stint where i was doing a, a whole bunch so i'm trained in information mm-hmm. so so i study information systems and what people do with information and if you if anyone is in the tech or information business they know about privacy and the best way to protect yourself is just to not have information online wow so I'm in the middle of this very conflicting period where I have to be online, mm-hmm. but then I don't want to be online. So it's very interesting being me and having a, a courtroom, mm-hmm. I guess, inside of my own head, discussing yeah. the pros and cons of why I should and shouldn't, shouldn't be. be. Yeah. But about me, uh, I'm, I'm the first of four in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a wife and two little mi- um, minions running around, actually. <laughs> nice. They look like, half of them look like me, half of them look like... It, it's, it's, ex- it's complicated to explain because <laughs> they look like me, but they don't. But they don't, okay. But they, they're running around everywhere. they absolutely got unlimited amounts of energy. Um, yeah, I'm, I've, I've been in a lot of places doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I started, I started, I've always been creative. Mm-hmm. So I started, fun fact, I actually was a rapper at some point in my wow. life. Wow. Do you have any EPs? Is I, that what they're called? Th- <laughs> I, I do have, I do have features. Oh, nice. So I would produce, so I worked um, with, um, shout out to Lukundo. So, so good entertainment. Mm-hmm. I'm very close to the owners there. Um, yeah. So they were the first official studio I worked with. But prior to that, um, I had a few friends that we'd make songs with. So. Um, at So Good, I did a few songs. I featured on a few albums. I was on Cash Roll's album, and mm-hmm. I featured with Dope G from then. He was at Zone Fam and Rough Kid and Camstar. Nice. Um, after that, I did, I think, a song with a few other people, and I think I just lost track of how many people I did feature. Mm-hmm. But I was an avid, you know, rapper. I made music. <laughs> so hard to I'd write, though. I'd mm-hmm. write, you know, songs and, and things like that. Yeah. I, tra- I transitioned to um, producing beats and then I got tired of music because it was yeah. taking over my life and I was like, okay, slow down. Mm-hmm. So I decided to focus on school, um, graduated university um, and yeah. then went straight into a job. My first job was head of department at a international company called Ace Global. Mm-hmm. Um, I set up the information and data department, mm-hmm. um, then went from there to marketing. That's actually where I found a lot of um, my passion and my love mm-hmm. um, because it combines so well with my creative side. Yeah. Um, during my time at university, I picked up graphics design. So by the time I was getting my first job, I was like, oh, this is fun. I like, mm-hmm. I like how these two combine. Yeah. Um, after that, I had various stints with um, different organizations. Most of them were for friends and most of them were projects that we're building. Mm-hmm. Um, a few successful companies here and there. I'll, I'll, I'm trying not to bore you because this is already sounding boring. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm listening. So yeah, um, I did that. I was a poet at Bittersweet Poetry at some oh, point. Nice. Um, I know Bittersweet. Exactly. Um, so Kapemwa and K-Star, those, uh, were, those, were, those were friends of mine. Yeah. Um, and then I, I then transitioned from there to... I've been all over the place. You know, now that I'm putting it all out there, that's when I realize I've been doing a lot of things. But so why why hosting now? Why TV now? Funny story. <laughs> so it started it started as a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I told myself, um, ironically, the, the topic we started on, there's not much information about you. So I said, look, you, you keep telling people that 
you should market this and you should put this out and you mm-hmm. should do this yeah. and you're so good at telling everybody else but you don't want to do it for yourself so yeah. i said yeah because i don't want to be on social media mm-hmm. so i had one of those fights and i decided okay fine let's go on social media so i went live and i just live blog like um i'm going jogging or um commentary on football because i'm a huge football fan mm-hmm. so um i'd go live and one day i went live and i was i was bragging about um a win we just had it Manchester United fan. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> There's not much bragging left. But anyway. So I wish I was a soccer fan. You know? I was going to attack you in that one. But yeah. it's okay. Thank God. <laughs> so after a friend saw me, he's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? That's fun. I want to laugh at you live on camera. Mm-hmm. And um, prior to him calling, I had I'd gotten to a point in my life where I realized I'm I'm losing too many opportunities simply because I was being too picky. Mm-hmm. about the stuff that came through my life. So I, I I made a pact with myself to say just say yes. Just say yes. Whatever comes to you, just say yes. Oh, you don't want I, to do it. Am I part of the just say yes? You have no idea how <laughs> how far this train has gone. So um I turned on my just say yes and literally anybody who came, sometimes I could tell this is going to hurt, this is going to end up being for free, this is a waste of my time, but I made a deal yes. with myself to Yo. just say yes. So I said yes and his show had like four views and i was like i am <laughs> dreading this first off mm-hmm. he didn't even let me handle like creative input he did all the management uh-huh. and i was dying inside mm-hmm. um and then after that um ironically a friend saw it and he had been managing or had been part of the process of man- managing patson daka mm-hmm. So when Patson Daka got signed to Leicester City, which is in the UK, which is big news for Zambia, mm-hmm. he got called to say, "Oh, we want to interview you live on TV." Mm-hmm. He didn't want to go and called me and says, "Hey, I've seen the, I've seen the 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 jokes you do on that thing. I think mm-hmm. you're funny and you're good. Go in my place." I just laughed, and we are on the say yes campaign. So I yeah, said yes. yes. Uh-huh. So I took on the interview and I represented. So I fed in basically input about Patson Daka signing mm-hmm. and. Lo and behold, they loved it. So they're like, "Okay, fine. Thank you for featuring. We'll now make you a regular on nice. on our news for sports." So mm-hmm. I, again, had to say yes. yes. <laughs> so I said yes, yes. and um, I was doing sports for them for like half a year for mm-hmm. free. Mm-hmm. In fact, it cost me money because I had to pay for setup and I had to like wow. make sure because I was like I would I would Skype into studio mm-hmm. basically. So yeah. all the costs are on me. So I'm saying yes and I'm saying yes and I'm just like what the hell am I doing? Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, um they said look we want to start a sports show. Yeah. And we want you to be a guest feature. Mm-hmm. So again, say yes. Say yes. So I said yes, yes and I was I was just supposed to come in as an analyst to sort of help the host get through like sports news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it became you're a co-host. Now I have to provide content for the show and mm-hmm. I think someone watched the show mm-hmm. and then um worked for Kazadi and said oh are you guys still looking for a host because mm-hmm. apparently they had interviewed 72 people interviewed wow. 72 people before me Yo, that's a so lot. they called me mm-hmm. and they're like oh hi there's an audition can you do it mm-hmm. and I was swamped at the time because I'd been saying yes to a whole bunch of other yeah, things that just yeah. took over my life mm-hmm. but we're in the say yes campaign exactly and i had to say yes so i said yes and uh, i did an interview and in my mind i'm like it's just an audition it's just going to go away yeah i got called the very next morning say oh come in for a brief chat my mind i'm thinking he's just going to vet me 
like oh mm-hmm. what's this and what's that yeah. i come in it's a mock shoot and i'm not prepared mm-hmm. i don't have lines and i am just <laughs> jumping off the top of my head yeah whatever i could remember mm-hmm. he shoots it and he says okay so we start next week i'll let these guys give you details i'm just looking okay. at exactly that was my reaction <laughs> exactly i was just staring like yeah okay. hey mm-hmm. So I went home and I'm trying to figure out what's just happened to me. And yeah. I have to now explain to all the people that I'm, I've been working with. Mm. I, I might need some time to do this new thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually show you comments from my phone. They're like, you, they, they just kept saying, you know what, in your life you're too busy. Mm. And this is a guy whose schedule was clear. I mean, daylight yeah. clear. Mm-hmm. Just like a few months ago. Yeah. So just say yes. I did just it. Yes. I actually didn't think I was going to get through it. But you made it. I made it through it. Congratulations. Thank you very much. (laughs) Now, how has it been for your wife and kids? Because I think when you're saying yes, you probably have workload that you have to go back home with. You have to work on weekends as well because there's a bunch of things you're doing. Yeah. How are they finding it? So they find, they don't care. (laughs) That's how they're finding it. Um, They just decide, ah, it's my time. It's my time. Uh So, um, do they don't care as in when you're home, you leave your work outside or they don't care whether I'm doing my work or I'm not doing my work. They are all of them. So it's, it's it's now it's (laughs) up to me to figure out how I'm going to do work and Mm -hmm. entertain. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they'll just decide, okay, yeah, you're doing that. They'll sit on my lap and then put YouTube right on the PC as I am typing important documents. So my, I have two choices, either, um, put them down try and distract them or just set the alarm for 1am my guy yo I I love sleeping I it's beautiful (laughs) I don't think I would live on four hours of sleep as most people do but you know this this May is mental health awareness month right and a lot of us millennials and gen z's have these mental health issues right. we have anxiety we have stress we we have panic attacks and whatnot and i feel like when you're taking up a lot of things it's sort of hard for you to be Deal. in the right state of mind and even yeah. just um maintain relationships and friendships because yeah. you constantly have to chat with people and you constantly yeah. have to work and i think i'm going to dwell on the just say yes because i think it's a very good campaign yeah. but i don't really know how is it is it affecting your mental health? How are you coping with that? It's actually funny you should bring that up because I'm a big advocate of, of helping people sort of get their mental strength right. Mm-hmm. And for me, one of, and as part of it, mm-hmm. one of one of the, the powerful things I discovered is the biggest struggle with mental health mm-hmm. is the inability to deal with crisis. Mm-hmm. So most people's, if you, if you, if you look deep inside of, people that have mental health especially in today's day that is built by stress and i'm not talking about like trauma because that's Mm -hmm. a different class on its own but if you look at just like the day-to-day stress that's causing people to just lose hope and different kinds of things it's because daily daily things keep accumulating challenges keep accumulating and more and more you feel like you just don't have the tools to deal you just don't Mm -hmm. have the tools to cope with And for me, that's actually part of where this came from, is I discovered something really powerful. Yeah. You're, you're designed to work. You're designed to be a busy person. Okay. <laughs> you're happier when you are swamped with productivity. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I have to say clearly, not necessarily deadlines, but productivity. And yeah. what I mean by productivity is when you can actually work on something and 
produce something from it that you can see there is a therapeutic feeling that comes with accomplishment true it's um, a similar science that the military uses so mm-hmm. part of the reason why the military has simple drills like when you wake up the first thing you do is make your bed is when the soldiers get used to waking up and accomplishing things on a daily basis yeah. they're more confident in their ability to to take on their day they're more confident in their ability to push themselves to come up with solutions for mm-hmm. the things that they face yeah. and that gives them extra resilience in otherwise very stressful and very mental mentally damaging situations mm-hmm. it's because step by step they have a system of accumulating small wins on a continuous basis that then gives them it's almost like you're training your muscle to mm-hmm. be to be strong enough to sort of handle the challenges so that when they do come yeah. you're actually ready for them. So mm-hmm. from that perspective personally um my mental actually improved the busier I got. Wow. Because the busier I got the more I broke it up into small wins, mm-hmm. smaller to objectives that you could yeah. win, mm-hmm. the more confident I felt in terms of like career direction, the mm-hmm. more confident I felt in terms of like what I was accomplishing because yeah. you then realize oh wait I'm moving. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I'm growing. It's I kid you not. It's Mm -hmm. the most satisfying feeling ever, especially if you're like me. Mm -hmm. A few months ago, you were asking yourself questions like, "What the hell am I doing with my life? Like, I've got, I've got talents, I've got abilities, but I'm going nowhere. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. what am I doing? It's worse than an economy where the, it doesn't seem like there's opportunities. So to start to move and start to see things connecting in places. It's very therapeutic. Yo, I feel challenged, honestly. I'm yeah. Like, oh my God, I keep on saying no to a lot of a things. A lot of things. Because I'm just like, okay, I need to get this degree first. I need to move. I need to move. But then you speaking about how you get to move forward by saying yes, saying yes is really incredible. But one of my challenges is procrastination. Like same here. I always just, I'm going to do here. this later. In fact, I need to send <laughs> you the number of the Say Yes campaign. <laughs> so now, how are you able to move say yes be productive at what you're doing despite having the procrastination because i feel like we all do yes like, yes we definitely do How i'm, do I'm worse that? actually that's part of the that's one of the things that i'm constantly fighting but how do you handle that the secret actually is procrastination is a superpower wow because procrastination is actually you thinking about the the task at hand <laughs> but so, you're doing it later. <laughs> so you're, you're postponing engagement because you need to calculate it. You're postponing engagement because you're thinking about it. Well, sometimes it could be because you're lazy. Well, mm-hmm. people think that, and I used to think that. Mm-hmm. But I discovered that's not true. Because mm. if, if you're lazy, then you would never get any kind of work done. Mm. So if in your life you've accomplished anything, mm-hmm. then the issue is not really that you're lazy. Mm-hmm. You just need to figure out the gap between realizing when you need to do something mm-hmm. and what the issue is between you starting immediately. And for me, yeah. when you see when you change how you look at yourself, yeah. it gives you healthier healthier tools for how to do it because I I kid you not, I was exactly like you. Mm-hmm. I used to think I'm lazy, well, I'm, I'm slow. I was bad. exactly like you. No, I'm, I, I'm worse than I'm worse because <laughs> I was worse, like, you were yo, worse I was me. worse. Yes. I was so mm-hmm. bad. But yeah. and and for me, the issue was being good to yourself mm-hmm. in how I spoke to myself. Yeah. I banned myself from using that word. Mm-hmm. The lazy way. I I'm not. I'm hardworking. Yes, I'm I would. Determined. I get things done. Yes, I just <laughs> need time to prepare. I just need time to prepare. That's how I would describe it. So mm-hmm. saying it like that changed yeah. 
one thing about my mind because yeah. then I felt positive about my ability to do it mm-hmm. even though I was still pushing. Yeah. yeah. Then say yes adds deadlines. So now the person expecting the work mm-hmm. is not me. Yeah. So I I don't have the luxury of mm-hmm. pushing it further yeah. and further because and further. Because you want to deliver. Because it gets messy <laughs> when you've promised. <laughs> no, and you have not deliver. Yes. Are you a firm believer of affirmations? Like I'm going to speak good to myself. I'm going to so live as smart as beautiful as you know like. Yes. I'm I'm actually a believer in taking it a step further. I'm affirm um, affirmations as a mentality as opposed to as like things that you recite mm-hmm. because i think there was a there was a period in my time where i do affirmations um to the mirror and for a while you believe it in the moment when you were convinced to do it mm-hmm. after a while it's hard to find the motivation to do it yeah. and i found for me it's more convincing when you believe about yourself the things yeah. and so i started to work towards finding like small things about myself that I can use as um like a signpost to remind me that I am the things I'm saying as opposed to telling myself things that I want to be. So for, I, and and that's I maybe it's because I did my affirmations wrong but like I would I would have affirmations like you're powerful. Mm-hmm. You're you're you know you're strong beyond measure mm-hmm. and that morning you feel like crap. <laughs> <laughs> and and my brain would be like nah yeah, nah, yeah, no, nah. nah so I found it more powerful to start to appreciate myself mm-hmm. appreciate the small things the small things the small uh-huh. things so I tell myself things like you're actually good looking mm-hmm. in my own way so mm-hmm. I would define what good looking meant is, yeah. and be like those are nice cheeks man you have <laughs> you have nice cheeks or you have a nice hairline yeah uh-huh. and because it's something I have mm-hmm. my my like my spirit would carry that a whole lot easier yeah and it would grow mm-hmm. and then i would tell myself i build on it like mm-hmm. you're actually creative yeah and i'd believe myself mm-hmm. and it's like yeah because i came up with that idea and mm-hmm. that idea and it would be more positive because then when you have a brain freeze or like you know one of those times when you just have a mental block and you can't yeah, get yeah. through it my brain still believes it's creative mm-hmm. so it then suggests things like okay just take a break you you've got this yeah you've got this rather than i think i've lost my spark mm-hmm. yeah I, i i think i can agree with that um i battled with loss of esteem growing up it was very hard and i don't know just one morning i woke up and said you know what i'm going to do things differently right. and it's just been like that and people say i don't care on yeah. how like i i'm going to have the same confidence i will have if i'm looking good and when i'm wearing it chitenge because at the end of the day i realize to say how i look or how people perceive me doesn't really take away from who i really am exactly i love so that. i i think the whole appreciating yourself as compared to you're beautiful you're strong is more long lasting yeah. because you will constantly remind yourself of the little wins you've had and yeah. together they make a huge big accomplishments win, yeah. yeah and of course while you're tuned into unscripted with leave make sure you're sipping on some good cup of coffee tea water juice or whatever beverage best suits your needs now i'm going to go back to the fact that you're not on social media right you are hosting one of the most talked about game shows exactly. in the country and everybody like me wants to go on social media right. and follow you so that they get to see content <laughs> and they get to connect with this person they're seeing on their TVs, phones and right. laptops. Why? I I are we saying yes to being on social media now? We're saying or? yes to being on social Yay! media. Yay! I'm expecting inst- content. I followed you already on Instagram. In fact, they're probably going to kill me <laughs> because in studio they're like, "Do you have this 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 and yeah. that?" 
I said, um, <clears throat> and they said you need to have you it, and we're in the yes season. So I said yes. So I have I have um, a, a personal blog on Facebook and a page. I have a Twitter account. The irony is my Twitter my Twitter handle is is scripted, oh, but nice. it's spelt with a K and a Y. Scripted. S K R Y P T E D. Nice. So that's me on Twitter. Uh, you found my Insta. I'm actually on LinkedIn. So, so I've got a few. I've got a few links here and there. When should we expect content from you? Um, so I, I, I have a bit of content. I think the only place I'm avidly updating is my WhatsApp status uh-huh. and my, um, and my Facebook private page. So, private I probably page. need to. Yeah, I probably need to open that up. Is Sure, learning curves, yeah. No, no, but at the end of the day, I feel like the world is moving to digital, Definitely. and there's so many opportunities you can get from online. So I think regulating what you put out is a better way of doing things yeah. as compared to not putting. I should out hire you to do it. Yes, I, I'm. I'm a social media manager. <laughs> No, but honestly, I really love social media. I love creating content for social media. And it really gets to me when I find people that are incredible in real life and they're not doing much. They're not putting it When out I there. saw your Instagram, I was like, oh my God. I just felt like calling and saying, can I handle it? Please like, and thanks. I'm, I'm going to do a good <laughs> work for you. Thanks. Honestly, I feel like there's, there's a lot. Um, I know it's going to be shocking that I'm saying this, but either way, when I saw you, like the game show, it was like, ah, okay, he's like, he looks good and he sounds good. And then when I met you at the premium, like, oh my God, like, he's an incredible man. And then the yeah. first thing I do usually when I meet people at events and I didn't ask for their business cards and stuff like that is search them on IG. Right. And I'm like, okay. We need to bump it is, up. <laughs> like, I don't know right. what's happening, but we need to work on it. Definitely. So you're hiring me. I will send you my quotation. Thank you very much. <clears throat> no, but I'm serious. Yeah, I'm serious too. I probably need someone to manage it at awesome. this point. Now, um, are we? Should we look forward to more of you hosting Stuff. shows and? The events? irony is, I actually have a show running on this. The sports show I was mentioning is mm-hmm. still actually alive and it's running. Oh, nice. So every Thursday. Every Thursday, I have um, Off the Bench on Spring 24 TV. So, Do you know why people don't know? Because of my social media. Thank you. Yeah. Because uh-huh. <laughs> honestly, we are not witches and wizards. Yeah, well, give, give, me, give me a few weeks. I'm on this yes trend. Uh-huh, now I'm uh-huh. saying yes to social yeah. media. So are, we, are you open Watch to like space. hosting events or it's just shows on TV? Well, right now. Events like... You know, um, corporate events, weddings, because people are getting married on a regular. Definitely. Um, so, about being busy. So, I actually manage a, a photography business. Nice. So, um, Can I come for a free photo shoot? I don't know about free. <laughs> <laughs> because my lead photographer is a vicious little human being. Uh, okay. But... So I, I do get a lot of interactions with weddings. Um, I try not, to, I try to be behind the scenes, but yeah. definitely open, yeah. Because I'm, like I said, I'm in yes season. So mm-hmm. whatever crosses yes, my so path, yes. I'm literally on yes season, regardless of how busy I actually am. So wait, if I told you to say I want us to go to um, what place I want to visit? If I said I wanted to go to, uh, I can't think of any place in my mind. Uh, Okay, if I said I wanted to go to China Art Gallery, would right. you say yes? So, the only rule to the yes, 
The only rule. The only rule is if 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 you've already said yes to something at that particular time, then you can't do it. You have to stick to the yes that you've already given. So wait, how many yeses do you give out in a day? I give out as many yeses as I possibly can. I try as much as I can not to say no. So it's yes to literally everything. Literally everything. So the the trick is now just managing the schedule. So. If you ask me to Chennai Gallery and it's falling on a day when I literally have nothing booked on that particular time frame, mm-hmm. I have to come. Ish. What if come. you know that this is going to be horrible at the end of the day? That the, the irony is that practice mm-hmm. is good for you. So when are we stopping the campaign? The campaign? Yeah. Never. Till you die? It's a cure for procrastination. 100% cure. Sure. So, so um Th- that the anxiety you're feeling right now? <laughs> yeah. That's that's because, the whole point. No, like if you were a student, would you still get on this yeah. just say yes campaign? 100%. If anything, that's, that's the best no, time. No, 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 no. I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. It's the best time because it teaches you just how versatile a human you can be. Yeah. The biggest the biggest um, the biggest weakness I think we have as people is we actually underestimate what we what we're capable of. Okay. So cuz like I I know exactly what you mean cuz I was a student um at Unza and I know how <laughs> it's, wow. it's just messy it's just mm, so it's a toxic hectic relationship Yes but I, when when I look back I realized I actually had a lot more time than I thought I did mm-hmm. and I could have done a lot more things except I just either overthought stuff mm-hmm. or I was too afraid to yeah. do stuff mm-hmm. and if I'd pushed myself I would have hated it then mm-hmm. but knowing what I know now Yeah it probably was going to turn out easier because i later on in life met people who were running three businesses yeah. and students at the same time and yeah. i was just like wow i was struggling to just get assignments <laughs> in on time you know cuz i most of the times a lot of my friends would ask me how are you managing to do your podcast to go for events and exactly. still be a student and i'm like I don't know like it just like happens it de- and and this <laughs> stops to feel like it's difficult yeah. because you've developed mm-hmm. you've developed the capability true that that ironically is exactly what happens when you start to say yes to everything ah okay so now if cuz a lot of my listeners are students what's the one cuz like personally I'm getting on the just say yes campaign well probably after the semester ends cuz I I only have 3 weeks to save it so <laughs> just say yes campaign starts in august for right. me but then if there's someone out there who loves the idea of saying yes because they want to grow and they want to right. see the different possibilities that life has to offer them what's the one advice you would give them even as they get on this campaign of just saying yes my advice is make sure you understand that you're doing this for yourself mm-hmm. make sure you know that you're doing this to better yourself as a person mm-hmm. as an individual yeah and from an emotional perspective mm-hmm. because not every single thing you say yes to will work some of the things that will come across um might fail either because of the people themselves or yeah. might be because you might not have met your targets mm-hmm. that's healthy ironically yeah. because it teaches you how to deal with frustration in a controlled environment it teaches you how to deal with your own failure which is a big skill mm-hmm. the later on you go and i know it sounds like it's uh, scary but it is. the point is the quicker you can develop mm-hmm the better you'll become. You'll be shocked what you're capable of. Yeah. You know, uh, for me part of also what the motivation was and if you're listening the motivation was I I would sit down and ask myself how do those guys do it? Mm-hmm. You know, the people I'd see on TV, the yeah. people I'd see on magazines mm-hmm. because I thought I don't have the skill for that or I'm nowhere near what they have. Mm-hmm. I'd ask myself how how do they get that far? How do they 
they get so successful? How did they get so organized? How did mm-hmm. they get so disciplined? Yeah. And sometimes I'd even like understudy people. I'd read, you know, different kinds of stories. Yeah. And it always frustrated me when they, every paper would tell their stories as if they're normal people. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, they're not. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I can see what yeah. you're doing. You're not a normal person. Yeah. But the process... All of them, it's synonymous. No, I came from a humble background. Mm. We were six of us. I yeah. used to struggle. I used to walk to school. All of them, even the international ones. Oh. You know, I used to struggle. I didn't do this. I just started yeah. slow. All of them had that. I just yeah. started slow and I got frustrated. I was mm. like, you know what? Let me prove this theory wrong. And Let me just show you that it doesn't work. And doesn't hey, work, apparently, because it's what it's going to do, wrong. yeah, because what it's going to do is it's going to, number one, help you discover things that you didn't know you had. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to show you skills that you didn't know were hidden. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the things that I thought I didn't like is people because I'm an introvert, so I like my private space. So okay. I thought I did not like people. I didn't like to be in public. Mm-hmm. So saying yes forced me to be around a lot of people. Yeah. What do you know? You get to meet a lot of amazing people. Mm-hmm. You get to meet a lot of inspiring people. True. And they force you to grow in ways you would have never thought because Mr. Introvert, you wanted to stay at home by yourself and not have social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that would be my advice because if you jump on this, it's literally going to grow you faster than anything you're Mm -hmm. probably ever doing. Yeah. Um, So just say yes. Just say yes. You know, I was actually thinking of my podcast title, but I guess we have it. Just say yes. Just say yes. yes. Honestly, I... Do you really think this conversation is going to turn out the way it has? <laughs> There's so many lessons. And funny thing is, whenever I'm either doing financial management when I'm studying or when I'm just doing any... I was going to say house chores, when I'm doing chores around right. my room, I usually listen to my podcast. And this is going to be a life-changing Aww. experience for me because I feel like we limit ourselves as human beings we really think there's like i can't do this i can't i can't i can't for the most parts and then we want to uh, we aspire to be like other people that are doing a lot of incredible things forgetting to say it's the little steps it's It's the the little steps the normal regular things they do on a regular basis that actually pushes them to be who they are what's your favorite book favorite book are you a reader difficult one (laughs) are you a reader so i'm a big reader okay. except i prefer digital content oh nice I thought <laughs> so I had i'm a always problem. online reading because mm-hmm. yeah. i think it's more convenient it's easier yeah um worse if it's got an audio or a visual i'll, I'll probably watch the video mm-hmm. <laughs> but um i i my favorite book was i have two um rich dad poor dad is really the first book that got me thinking mm-hmm. by robert kiyosaki yeah i love that and book. It, it's it's how he it's it for me it wasn't even about the wealth it's i didn't know people could think that different like i knew i I knew people could think different but not that (laughs) That different different. because i I felt like i was looking at the world from an entirely different perspective Mm -hmm. from his view yeah i then read i think it's by napoleon um hill um think and grow rich you can tell i book i'm reading yeah you can tell i read a lot of get rich books (laughs) um so think and grow rich it's it's interesting i'll tell you this uh-huh. what a lot of financial books don't do mm-hmm. is fill in the blanks yeah. and there's a lot of personal study that you have to do mm-hmm. they will all give you pieces mm-hmm. they will all give you clues but never everything that you need to sort of be like okay this is what i have this is what i'm getting to do yeah and i i think part of the reason for that is there is no one formula true 
for success mm -hmm. and i know people are, are thinking there's a secret there is no secret no. um everybody and the reason for that is everybody has a different skill mm -hmm. everybody does certain things better than others True. everything everyone does one thing that gives them an advantage over everyone else so yeah. what people then do is figure out how do i leverage that one thing that i do the best to get the yeah. most out of what i have nice. so for me those are the two books um i would say probably like transform me i mean i read some literature books like the odyssey mm -hmm. you know yeah. fiction and stuff like that i mm -hmm. love fiction but for me those are the two books that i read like and blew my mind mm -hmm. very good books yeah i really love the books i've i've read i'm reading one currently i'm on chapter two and it's been like three weeks now but i'm a slow reader i read when i feel like same or when i'm broke and i just feel like you know what these books are going to give me they need they, yeah they they've got exactly what, what I, I need exactly and also i love the fact that you've spoken about how um the road to like there's different roads to success exactly I think one of the things that I constantly remind myself of is the fact that we're all doing life for the first time. And exactly. so just because it worked out for one person doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean, it mean it's yeah. going to work out for you because we have different pasts, experiences, skill sets, talents, and purpose and the destination right. in general. So if I'm going to say, oh, Cassandra did this and it worked, I must do everything by the book so well, that this it is works. The, this is the formula. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't you know, work like that. I think picking up from different people and different experiences really helps us grow and yeah. get to where we are at. So um, can I even blow your mind on that particular point? Mm -hmm. You don't even have to be good. <laughs> you know, I, I, and this took me a long time to discover because I was obsessed with being the best at something. And some people yeah. think find your thing means you have to be the best the at best it. The best at it. No, you just have to make it yours. Um, and, and, and this is the example I'm always giving. Um, a lot of people, I don't know if people are familiar with art, but mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of very good artists and when you tell people oh i'm an artist they expect that your drawing has to be absolutely immaculate or it, it has doesn't. to be good look at picasso hmm. picasso had i don't know whether it was a mental something but picasso draws like a five-year-old mm -hmm. his paintings are worth millions of dollars wow. he's if you're following the rules of art he's clearly not the most accurate when it comes to proportions mm -hmm. when it comes to realistic um, comparisons mm -hmm. but his art is celebrated the world over one Picasso I think there's one that's actually worth five million in fact having wow. a Picasso in your house is it's crazy I, I invite you to Google Picasso's drawings mm -hmm. and tell me if you you who's not an artist can can't draw better than drawing, him you know. yeah and, mm -hmm. and and I started to ask myself questions like wait so if it's not about being the best then what does it take mm -hmm. there was a guy called James Blunt mm -hmm. James Blunt can't sing. Mm. Like he, his voice cracks. Mm -hmm. You know, if if anybody started singing today and your voice cracked, you'd be told you can't sing. True. Like but his he he he's got platinum records with a cracking voice. Mm. His one of his biggest hits, "You're Beautiful," you can hear his <laughs> voice breaking all over the place. It's dancing uh -huh, everywhere. Uh -huh. But he's he's a He's a Grammy-nominated wow. artist. Uh -huh. And I can show you in every single field, there's someone who is not even the best at it, but they're extremely, That's incredibly crazy. successful. Mm -hmm. So I started to ask myself, what actually then is the key to success? Mm -hmm. it's, it's the commitment. The commitment, commitment to yourself. Mm -hmm. The commitment to make the piece of that skill that you have mm -hmm. the best version of itself that it can be. Gosh, I love that. That, that for me is what, and then to build around that. Mm -hmm. Because, the, I mean, like, 
you could pick literally absolutely anybody half of the people that we think are extremely successful mm-hmm. have some weird defect like i have stage fright before i make a big performance and look at you <laughs> work on your version of what happens yeah but okay fine but like what happens yeah there's one of my favorite speakers les brown mm-hmm. um les brown was worse than me he he not only had stage fright he had a stutter and what does he do? He made a career in public speaking and motivation. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's always telling his stories on YouTube. I, I, a lot of his, his like audios are, are, are out there. He's the most inspirational person, by the way. He's talking about how overcome your fear mm-hmm. and work on you, love you. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest lessons he's, he teaches is how I actually hated myself for not being good enough until I realized I am good enough mm. the way I am. Mm-hmm. And the more I worked on it, the better I became. And, mm-hmm. and for me, that's, that's the biggest mind-blowing moment I could ever share about actual success is you don't even have to be, you don't even have to be the best. Yeah, not even good. I've seen people succeed and they're not as good as everyone else. Mm. Kid you not. Wow. <sighs> that's, that's just so much wisdom and insight right there. I definitely needed this. I don't know about you. I needed this and I definitely will play this even as I start writing my exams. You don't have to be good. You don't have to be an A plus student or big. Like just Literally. do what you gotta do. Yeah. And let everything else unfold. Half the guys who invent all the things that run the world are dropouts. Imagine. You know, but don't tell that to students. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well just start Keep dropping focus. out. Let, but but not now. Yeah. After, 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 after the degree after, yeah, after, after the, the degree <laughs> thank you so much we're coming to the end of this podcast but before I let you go I'm going to ask you two questions the first one is what's the one thing you did when you were young that you think has contributed to who you are today actually the, three questions because yeah fine yeah. the one thing I did when I was uh, the one thing I did that when I was young that I think contributed to the person I am today was I was I was inquisitive. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know about a lot of things. Yeah. So I allowed myself to learn. Nice. I, I, I was curious. I was really I'm curious. I am curious too. I always want to learn. Third Best question. Mm-hmm. Uh, second question, actually. Um, would you say you are where you dreamt of being in life? Because personally, I feel like you've spoken about a lot of things that you're doing right and for me that's like oh my god that's beautiful already you're living in purpose would you say Nalifika? you know like, I've like arrived. this i'm moving yeah i would say 100 percent no and i doubt a lot of the people that have succeeded are where they dreamt they would be mm. and i'll tell you why um your dreams are ironically constructs of things you've seen mm-hmm so even though you feel personal about it, it's built on things that other people have done. Mm-hmm. You're, you're constructing your dream based on pieces from other people's lives. Yeah. But you haven't seen what you're capable of. Nice. You haven't seen what your talent is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's like probably Mark Zuckerberg's dream had something to do with like, mm-hmm. oh, I will change the tech industry, maybe in computers or maybe I'll invent something. And has. then he comes across Facebook mm-hmm. and that's nowhere near probably anything because mm-hmm. it never existed. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It was an idea that happened in the moment and it's like, whoa, we just did a thing. <laughs> yeah. We did a thing, mm-hmm. you know. Or like the Wright brothers who create an air... It never existed. So I don't think they could dream about something mm-hmm. that existed. So no, I'm, I'm definitely not wh- where I thought I would have dreamed of and thank God for that. 
nice okay now my last and final question before right. i let you go what no it's not a question actually what are your last words even as we embark on the just say yes campaign my last words ironically are another campaign that i have um <laughs> it's a personal one this one is like private to me i just post this everywhere mm-hmm. um every day is a good day to win mm-hmm. so um i mentioned i'm big on mental fitness mental yeah. health yeah every day i decide is a good day to win that's that and, and to everybody listening yeah. uh, t- today is a good day to win and today tell yourself that every day when you wake up look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself today's a good day to win day so to go win. and win we're winning go and win always win <laughs> thank you so much for coming through i enjoyed myself and more so i've learned a lot i'm going to play this podcast seven days a week until it assimilates in me and i definitely will start saying yes but of course it's in august guys we've come to the end of this podcast thank you so much for listening up until the end don't forget to share it with two of your favorite people and like i say i'm gonna say it again i don't want to be known for them against don't be known for them for and i am for people regardless of who you are i love you but god loves you more bye